just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. Never, I never complimented you. Hey, everybody. What, wait, what was that? <laughs> I never complimented you before about that. That's right. We, we'll take Thank all the compliments you. we wow, can get on this show. From our guests right? And haven't we started. haven't even started the show. Nice. This is so great. Good Welcome, time. everybody, to another episode of The Rob and Callie Show. My name is Rob Kay. I'm sitting with my friend Callie Alpert. Good evening, my dear. You don't look at me anymore. You just look at the Facebook Live stream. I, I got to pay attention to There's everybody. No eye contact There's around here. We, we got two guests <laughs> here, and and Callie's feeling a little insecure. I got to give her some love in there. I'm not little feeling attention. insecure, actually. So, I know. So um, we got a really great show tonight. We got two guests who are our co. Hostmates here at the station. We're really excited about it. We welcome everybody in the Facebook live stream. Thank you for watching. And we welcome everybody listening on talkradio.myc. <laughs> We're coming to you live from the talkradio.myc studios on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Oh, yes. So, Callie Alpert, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm just, I'm, I'm laughing, enjoying, and still trying to process how I'm going to deal with well three actually four men in the studio tonight and me as the minority the lot of male energy in the in the space there's a joke there there is a joke (laughs) (laughs) feel free i won't say it (laughs) but i kind of did i don't we we don't we don't scare easily so that's a great thing about mike dolce mikey dolce is sort of he's incognito and very covert but very direct so that's very good that yeah so yeah go ahead we'll introduce and then i'll tell you what my my um just my idea for this gathering and how sort of funny and sort of out of our wheelhouse it is okay okay so tonight we have uh two really great guys who we've known for a while we've wanted to have him on the show for a while and um our first guest is mikey dolce he's a professional writer artist web guru and all-around awesome dude which i can concur with that it's in my bio there you go. He's been professionally. Bibliography. Right. If you do say so yourself. He's, I, did. Uh, I did. You did. Good for you. We're all about self-esteem on this show, so I like how we're starting off on a positive note. Mikey feels great about himself. He's an awesome dude. He even says so himself. So he's been professionally creating comic books and writing screenplays and music article articles for over 15 years. He created Descendant for Image Comics and The Sire for After Hours Press. He currently writes for AM New York. Is that right? There we go. AM New York. Free paper in the summer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In the morning you get that. Yeah. yeah right. One so of he, the last remaining ones, actually. Right. So he writes for AM New York in addition to new creative projects. We also have Hassan Godwin here, and he is the self-appointed bystander of complete innocence. <laughs> Thank wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. I'm no, still no, trying to figure out what, no, that, no, no, no. what that means. And he's also you, making his You asked him for a bio <laughs> <laughs> before the show came. That's what you came up with. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's how we started, which I thought was really creative of him. And I like that Hassan has good self-esteem, and he's standing up for himself to the world. Yeah. He's saying that he is a self-appointed bystander of complete innocence. Exactly. I want to analyze that. that. See, I need to analyze what that. What happened to the Lord of the Radio? That's tomorrow. What night. about? Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, so I'm a, I only got enough. the license for one night a week, mm-hmm. so I can only be Lord of the Radio on Wednesdays. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but have to be me, and I'm a self-appointed. I could literally take an entire segment about <laughs> the Lord of the Radio, but this is their show. Yes, right. But here's what's great: is that Hassan didn't wait to be appointed the bystander of complete no. innocence. He's a self-appointed bystander you of complete know if innocence. You wait, no one's going to declare, That's right. declare you innocent But wait, anything. you know he's guilty, right? That's well, why you self-appoint yourself innocence. That's, that's right. That's <laughs> right. See, you confuse everybody. Yeah. It's what wor- does it matter with you? It's working. You went to the same school I went to. <laughs> yes. I just also okay. want to note here, this is noteworthy. To me, this is very momentous. If it's true that Hassan, usually in his rider, states that he does not appear on camera while doing yeah. radio shows, then this is a first. Yes. And That's we right. appreciate that. I, Thank I you for... I I have a face. I am not a disembodied voice <laughs> <laughs> that mocks uh, Michael Dolce uh, from the sidelines, That's as right. I usually do. Well, we we're honored. Say, uh, we are actually, really. the, the, the Wednesday that I am going to go on vacation, it will happen. We were actually thinking, like, hey, Hassan could take over the Facebook live stream. And he's like, no, no, no. Just, just a blank screen. <laughs> and like just a blank hand. screen. Right. Just his hand. Yeah. Right. It'll be the sign. It'll be the secret of the sign. <laughs> It'll and be the from the side. 
We got yeah. a banner. Hey. Good Bo- evening. Great. Okay, good night. There you go. <laughs> That'll be the whole show. But see, our show is all about getting outside your comfort zone. So we appreciate you mm. being on camera tonight. Yeah, too. nice segue, Robbie. Very, like very that. nice. Like nice that? landing. Nice landing. Like, you know, Just when we thought we were losing control of our show already. Right, right. So, all right, let me finish the bio because it's like two pages long. Okay, so Hassan is also a writer, an artist. He was an intern at Marvel Comics. He worked at Valiant really? Comics and Wizard Comics. And these two guys are the co-hosts of Secrets of the Sire here at talkradio.myc, which broadcasts live tomorrow, Wednesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock. And their show is about comic books, pop culture at large, all different things. So we welcome you guys to the show. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. Help. No, I'm just kidding. I know. So <laughs> Callie's like, I know what a comic book is. <laughs> we'll get in. We'll get into that. I, we'll get into I know that. some pop culture. <laughs> Callie prefaced our entire like pre-show interview with, like, I don't really know what you guys do, <laughs> so please be kind to me. And we're like, no, we're going to be very vicious and brutal because that's what the comic actually, book industry is all about. Actually, you want to know what the truth is because that's interesting. That's how you perceived it. Really, what I was saying in my ver- trying to be dip- mm-hmm. diplomatic and polite and and welcoming was I don't know that I have any familiarity or investment in what you do and how much should I care mm. and I say that with oh. respect mm. not as a not as a ju- you know not I really genuinely mean that because I don't resonate so I want she's, by the end of the she's show she's like no offense <laughs> right so she, she's like no, no offense. offense but I represent all the haters out there of no, comic books there's no such thing so if you can convert <laughs> me you'd no, be helping no a segment no, of the population movie. are you guys pathetic <laughs> no. like do you have like do you, do you really like did you not have moms or I see what she's doing. Oh, I see what they did with the Wait, one microphone. Wait, that's the third <laughs> segment, <laughs> dude. We're going to get into oh, that later. Yeah. yeah we're we're gonna she's like, light. no offense, but I'm about to offend <laughs> right, you right. and your entire yeah, audience. Right. So, but, but <laughs> anyway, I'm glad I'm glad that it was that polite that you didn't take offense <laughs> yeah. to the way I was yeah, saying it. The last it. comic book guy I knew, he was, uh, well, you know, we don't really talk about him. He was like sad him. and alone. <laughs> right, right. So when I brought this up to Callie, I said, we got to have Mikey and Hassan on the show. And, and she's like, well, I don't really know about comic books much. I'm like, well, they talk more about, you know, they talk more nonsense. than just about comic books. They talk about pop culture and nonsense. And then I said, well, why don't we have a theme of connecting with your inner kid? We'll kind of make this thing where this show is about different ways that, as adults that we still connect with that kid who grew up with comic books, grew up drawing, grew up creating stuff or whatever it is. And I'm sure we're not going to stay on that topic long. Probably. So not. with that, let's start out, guys, and just talk about maybe, Mikey, you can start. Talk about. You're, like how you grew up with comic books or being a writer, being an artist, and how you eventually got into the business. Why, Michael, why? So it all comes down to a Sunday morning watching, well, okay, being up before your parents, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years old, and looking for cartoons to be on. Because Saturday morning cartoons were the big thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Davy and Goliath was like the first one at 6 a.m., I remember. I was a Catholic school um, I am a Catholic school prodigy, actually. Okay. So I, I went to Catholic school for eight years. Davy and Goliath was the... Yeah. Right, I guess being a, being a Catholic school person, I can't say they were the S, because that would go <laughs> against all Catholic school upbringing. But, and by the um, way, I was a huge fan, but we'll get to me in my childhood. In okay. Okay. So um, Sunday morning, though, it's like, what do you watch? Right. And there was a show that was kind of starting out. It was a cartoon show called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they were on Sunday mornings, and this is before anything was big. And so young. I, <laughs> you're not that much older than me, and we're not—we're not old. We're not old. Demographics. Let's go. No. Um, <laughs> and we. Um, very millennial. We, <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're we're totally. Hey, I, I got carded the other day. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I had my hat on those and and sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, well, well, that's that's the lead-in for tomorrow. Um, no. So we we you know. My mom took me to a stationery store, and stationery stores used to have comic books. I mean, they used to, and it was there, and Mutant Ninja Turtles was on the rack, and it was like, hey, I love this show. Let me, I want to buy the comic, and that was it. And then I had a great friend of mine uh, who's still one of my great friends, who we've been friends since second grade, and, you know, he's like, hey, you like Ninja uh, Ninja Turtles? I have Spider-Man. And that was it. It was fifth grade into sixth grade. And then we started drawing our own comics and making our own comics. And I was very envious of my friends because they would, they were into Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. And in fourth grade, 
they would just do nothing but make their own Ghostbusters comics. Mm. And then fifth grade was Mutant Ninja Turtles comics. <laughs> and then sixth grade was, well, I want to make my own comics. Mm-hmm. And I actually created um, my creator-owned book, which is The Sire, in sixth grade. Wow. Oh, I was born when you were just yeah, a little just a kid. Little and that was it. And I created an entire born, so. universe from sixth grade to eighth grade. And I kept it going through ninth and twelfth. And in 2006, I was able to publish my own book called wow, The Sire. It wasn't nice. called The Sire back then, but it kind of you know morphed into it. Right. And uh, yeah, it's been there ever since. So Very cool. Did you ever dip um, out of the comic cartoon world or was that pretty exclusive for like your sensibility? I was very skinny and uncoordinated. <laughs> so you couldn't live in the real world? Actually, that is a lie. I was very coordinated. I played sports too. It was very good. But no, no, that's, it's been my life since I was 11. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll even say it was my life prior to getting into Mutant Ninja Turtles and prior to getting into all that stuff because... Um, it just, it just was, it's just, you know, some people, they go to college and they go, ah, what do you want to do? I don't know. I just want to get a job. And I'm like, no, no, I want to make my own comics. Yeah, I want to make my know. own universe. I want to be able to do this. I want to build websites because I want to build a website around my comic. Like it was always, it was always there. And it was just this feeling of like creating something that was yours uh-huh. mm. and that's it. Mm. That's it. And it's always been there. It's great. control issues. <laughs> I say I deal with my I, wait wait I would say I deal with my control issues very very well right well and Callie you know what I have a hundred percent control over my issues it's That's like it. you want to be in control make your own universe yeah there you I go. appreciate there you go. that there you go and Callie they say you spot it you got it so maybe I, perhaps I do too you know I'm, I, I'm sure we all do in this room I was just um, because I, I was talking about this the other day with um, with somebody that I grew up and I'm a child of the 70s so yes I am mm-hmm. Cons- mm-hmm. considerably older than you because you're those were all like 80s 90s references I think that you made they were 80s, but right? you're not that much older well okay well we can, all right not him okay um, so but I grew up I was actually a huge like very ardent fan of um, comics and cartoons Mm -hmm. so Sunday morning newspaper with my father Mm -hmm. whatever Doonesbury Archie whatever I don't remember all of them and then Everything I watched was, you know, Flintstones, mm-hmm. um, Jetsons, Scooby-Doo. Uh, Scooby-Doo, Popeye, like all of that. Uh, David and Goliath was actually a huge one for me. Yeah. Um, as a little Jewish girl, I hid that one for some reason. I told you I felt guilty <laughs> right, about right, that, right, but that's, right. a, that's a different show. That's, that's, but yeah. somehow um, what happened is I fell out of it and I got really into just everything that's happening actually in this outer real quote unquote real world and I don't know maybe you guys need to analyze me (laughs) what did I do well here's the thing though too and and this is the funny part about the entire genre now back when you were a kid though it would have been kind of weird it would have been shunned to have a female into all this stuff now it's not only just like admired by males it's like they built the entire industry around you like this is this is the like the best absolute time for females to be into all this stuff because they are gearing it toward you, they are targeting you, and there are female creators who are just like you making stuff exactly for your tastes mm-hmm. right now. So the the idea of you falling out of it today wouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why, but we can get back to that. Did you see Wonder Woman yet? Well, um, no, I haven't because okay. I don't have a big drive to see those types of movies. Okay. If, if 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 I were on an airplane, it were the only thing that was you know or whatever. Right. Um, I would I would watch it, but I wouldn't seek it out. Even though someone told me I look like Linda Carter the other day, so maybe mm-hmm. that's enough mm-hmm. of a reason. Hey, listen, that's quite a compliment. Yes, very it's a true. Huge what do you call? Compliment. I think it'd be great if we both go see Wonder Woman and then we do a show about it and to see if that changes your thinking. About okay, I mean books. I'm open. I okay. I don't know what my what my sticking point is. I'm that was a no. Okay. That right. was a no. She just, said, she just said no. I'm going to work on it during the break. I'm going to work on it during the break. So uh, with that, when we come back, we'll hear about Hassan and his story, how he got into comic books and being a writer and an artist. And we will be right back. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back, everybody, brothers and sisters around the world. We're at the Talk Radio NYC studios. This is the Robin Cali Show tonight. We have on our guests Mikey Dolce, Hassan Godwin, who are the co-hosts of Secrets of the Sire that broadcast tomorrow night. Wednesdays here at the studio, 8 to 9 o'clock. And we're talking about connecting with your inner kid. We're talking about being a kid, remembering to be a kid. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about pop culture, which is what their, their show is about. And Hassan... You were going to tell us about how you got into this stuff. Yeah, how'd you become a bystander of innocence? Um, yeah. How did you become the lord of the radio? I crawled out <laughs> of the woods like this, basically. Um, I was only born about a month ago, and I'm still trying to figure things out uh, at this point. That is that is the truth. As far as I'm concerned, the truth is. You look very um, mature. <laughs> So wait, I didn't uh, see was delusional it was in your bio. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very troubled birth. Uh, let's let you say. Um, uh, let's see. I, I, uh, the way the story was told to me, it all starts with the, the, with one thing. I went to. I was into trains. I was really into trains, like seriously, seriously into trains. And uh, uh, there was a train show back in nineteen. Uh, um, oh, whatever. That year was you and did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was nineteen something. Right, it was nineteen eighty seven. Doesn't matter. You could say nineteen ninety nine. When I was four. So. All right, in Sam and I win the age award in the room, so you're still young. Go. <laughs> so there you were in the twentieth century. No, it was. Uh, you'll, I'm about to date myself uh, seriously there. Um, and uh, we went to go. <laughs> we went. Yeah, I'm not I've, even. I've stop, it. I've stop it. <laughs> stop These it. These two are like we, an old couple. We've all stop dated it. ourselves. Uh, yeah. Hassan, at yeah, one time or it's another. Bad. I it's bad. It's yeah, bad. I was nice when you were doing your bio <laughs> chuckles. You just settled down. Yeah, that's that's exactly why I, I like the, I like you removed. Now that's like, our but, sense of humor. I like that. Joke. Um, so trains. We were supposed to go see the train show. The train show was sold out. So I was getting all like, you know, kind of misty. And and following the misty eyes comes a loud, whiny voice. So my mother's like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with this today. So she took me to see uh, this brand new movie uh, that had come out, which was uh, Star Wars on the opening day. Wow. Yes. So May 25th, 1977. And I was four. So you can do the math on that yourself. <laughs> and um, uh, that was it. 29. Yes. You're good. <laughs> Drink some more coffee. Um, and, and that was it. And that, that, that kind of was a catalyst of everything. I don't really like trains anymore. And I have to ride them every day to go to work. <laughs> I think they're, they're boxes of hell and uh, that, that tunnels through hell. And I, I think they're terrible things. And I don't know what my obsession was with them in the first place. And I'm glad it's over. Uh, and then it became Darth Vader and um, Luke Skywalker, lightsabers, right. which led to cartoons that reminded me of Star Wars. And then they became uh, they, they took on a life of itself. And then I started drawing the cartoons uh, because uh, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to make my own adventures, uh, stuff like that. And I was also, like, you know, weird and introverted and didn't like to talk to people then. I mean, I know it's surprising to you now how shocking. I am. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to ask you. Yeah, I am. I, I'll, I'll settle down a little bit <laughs> eventually. That is not true. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, and then it just it, it Hassan is out. on eleven right now. Yeah, yeah this is <laughs> this is me hyped up. I'm glad you, know? you came out of your show. <laughs> this is me on a, a we have on that a, on a Hassan. We have that effect on people. Yeah, they come no, on our show and they just really you draw them out. And look at Mike. Yes. Mike is Mikeless. It's on our own show. No, and, I, I, and Michael is Mikeless, which I think is a little disorienting too. For yeah, you. I need to get I you on the mic. I do. Right. I do the balance for Mike. That's why I come in with the the kind of calm voice and. Like, hey, I'm like the psychiatrist that you can't see. Right. Uh, you know, I was like, so tell me a little about yourself. Tell me why you feel that uh, that Wonder Woman is is the greatest thing ever. Tell that me why. I always ask a question with a question. Yeah, right? That means you, you, that would mean you were actually piloting the show. I'm the pilot. 
You're the co-pilot. You can you can think that. That's <laughs> fine. That's all right. I That's dish right. out the questions. Yes. You yes. dish out the yes, opinion. Yes, I allow you to believe that you, you do that. See how this works there? You do that very so, well. Okay, so we have a Han Solo Chewbacca conversation going on here. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make a, a Star Wars reference. By the way, whenever I see the beginning of a Star Wars film, pretty much any Star Wars film, we won't go into the prequels tonight because I engineered your show about the prequels that almost turned into a war. Um, but... Whenever I see the opening of a Star Wars movie, I am transported back to 77, like just being a kid again. It's just incredible how any Star Wars film is amazing. It's kind of a wonderful. It's been, you know, I mean, since it's been, I mean, now there's going to be a a Star Wars movie every year until, Mm -hmm. until the, what was it someone said? Until the moon crashes into the earth. (laughs) So, I mean, it's not as special as it used to be, but it really was uh, uh, kind of an eye-opening uh, thing. And, you know, you discover science fiction, you discover all these other things. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. It, it, there's also a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of sociology with escapism, you know, all kinds right. of stuff. I mean, that's why most of us uh, do this stuff. Right. But, I mean, I, I, I kind of had a, a talent for it. I had a mother who was like, oh, he's not bothering me, so I'm going to get him some <laughs> some art stuff, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to cordon off a little section for him, and he's going to, and I'm going to do that whole thing where I keep, you know, saying, go, 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 and, you know, you can do it, and here's a trophy, you know, and an encouragement <laughs> thing, and uh, he'll keep leaving me alone and maybe make something of himself, and Aww. I get to do whatever I want to do. Wait, wait, wait. So, hang on, hang on, hang on. You said, you said two different things there. No, I didn't. One, your mother is a saint, and she's an amazing woman. She did an amazing job with you. So that's one thing. But two, is this escapism for you? Because for me, it's like this dying urge. Like, I, I once sat down with a life coach, right? And he gave, a, he gave a free like life coaching session. And he's like, what is your ideal like world? And I said, I wake up in the morning, and I go downstairs to my, uh, uh, you know, my workshop is in my basement my office is in my basement and i say and i just create and if i don't do this then what does my life mean and he's like it, it sounds like it's life or death for you mm-hmm. and it is it is it's life or death like i need to be creating yeah. like it's not escapism it's not i need to exit this universe it's like no i have this i have this story and i have these characters that i've created and they're in my head and i need to get them out and hopefully somebody kind of experiences the same thing that we do like i know it's the same thing for you but you were like being like escapism no 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 i think it's i think it's i think it's deeper like that i think it's in there well i think also you know to both of these points i think that uh, first of all that's the definition of true passion yeah. or of knowing what your purpose is which i envy i mean the fact you know that's what they say when you win you know because i obsess about the idea of what is my passion or purpose you know we talk about that a lot on the show and we have these conversations offline a lot and you know often what people say is um the definition of knowing what your purpose is is when you can't live without doing it or you're so obsessed to the point where you need to get it out of your body so good for you that you have that i mean a lot of people don't i also think and again you know your world better than i do that for a lot of people participate participating in um, science fiction and um, comics and cartoons might be a sign of uh, might be a desire for escapism like most entertainment is on some level yeah right? I mean well, anybody it, who's involved in entertainment yeah. is trying to sort of escape or just no, be entertained at the at the time when you're when you're just getting started with it that's what it's about yeah because it's you know you know you just want to get out of your room you yeah. know and you want to get out of uh, you know you want to get out of the city and whatever so that's how it starts and then it's st- you slowly as you uh, you create an aptitude or you 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 discover an aptitude for it um it becomes it starts to become your life it starts to overtake your life but like you know and then there's other you know anti so because like you say life coach right and i'm like i'm picturing some guy like you know, he was giving that away for free, though. Yeah, I mean, he was <laughs> like, he's like, hey, I, I, but Mikey, when I gave you the free session, I thought you'd follow up with like a package of ten. So where you been? I'm like, hell no, I know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, tell you, so I don't need a life coach. Like, See, I'm that good a life coach. It only took one free session, yeah. and Mikey's all set. I just I, I hear life coach, and I was like, uh, put me in, coach. You're alive. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I got something to do. So. That sounds like it works. I'm walking out of here. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm somebody. Think, I also think, though, that there's a difference. You know, you're talking about when you, you say, like, you needed to leave your house. You needed to leave New York. Like, I literally do that. 
that you, you, you know, which, you know, or some people, I think it's a difference of bringing your universe. Because I know people that are really, really obsessed with science fiction, obsessed with cartoons, with, obsessed with, or I should say, comics more than cartoons. Mm-hmm. And they tend to be people that I'm generalizing. The few that I know are extremely um, sort of introverted, not very social, and you know, often work in the industry as well, and will sit in th- front of their computer for 15 hours without blinking. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, I can't wait to get out and be outside. That's my natural tendency and inclination. So I think it's also a difference between maybe bringing your universe to you versus going out into your universe. That's two different things, though. And Is I'm going to embarrass him. I'm, I'm, I'll speak to the one um, later. Oh, we're but I'm going to embarrass him for right now, now, though. And I'm going to say um, there is there are people that are passionate about it, mm-hmm. and they can't actually kind of visualize and or get that passion out of them Mm -hmm. he is an i mean if and he hasn't but he should if he's ever shown you his artwork he's incredible i'd like to see him. if i had his artistic talent i'd be writing and drawing all my books but i've realized at a at an early point in my in my career i'm not consistent enough to do this Mm -hmm. he is you know in terms of a bass player in a band, I mean, we were in a band together. All the music on Secrets of the Sire, like that's part of his music. That's part of his music. He is it's an unbelievable music, bass player. Yeah. So there's an escapism element. I told you I was going to embarrass you. But at the same time, it's not an embarrassment of like, ha, ha, ha. No, it's it's, it's more of a flattering <laughs> embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. It's a flattering. It's a humbling. This guy is, is a vessel for artistic creativity as well, too. And he gets it out there. He just doesn't like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that's why he relies on my... Actually, he doesn't even rely. He no. actually hates he me for saying it. But I need to say it. But I need to say it. And this is, this is a perfect venue to do it. Your show is all about this. And that's exactly... You know why I like to say it. He's a vessel for this stuff. Creativity flows through him, and that's a, there's a difference. There's people that are passionate about it, mm-hmm. but they can't actually exercise their creativity. Get it out. Yeah, he can. Do I have it. a little bit of that issue. Well, you, but you're the same. I mean, from what you know, what I know yeah, of you, same uh, thing. You know, Maybe different version, but yeah. the humility is definitely a virtue, and we definitely yeah, but um, you celebrate your humility, Hassan. He, he talks like he doesn't. He doesn't do any creating. He talks like he doesn't have any you know any passion behind anything that he's doing. He created the the show. It's not. It's not on a level of like kind of inner, you know, spiritual, you know, bliss onto the paper, but it's still creativity. It's creativity. Sure. You know? And so you can't tell yourself I short. Talk about myself Nobody time. can. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't usually talk about it. You're, but you're see, taking no, care of it. But see, I like these guys because they fight and then they like <laughs> they support love. each other. They love and they fight. It's like it's, it's very like sweet. they love each other. Yeah, no, it's very. Do you know sweet. that um, our birthdays are one day apart? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh when, when is your birthday? Birthdays. Uh, we're, we're Scorpios. Oh. No uh, wonder. That explains everything. It does uh, everything. Everyone is the enemy. <laughs> According to Scorpioism, <laughs> read read some of the the zodiac, man. It's terrifying. Awesome. We're no, awesome. yeah, we're we're abnormal <laughs> Scorpios, but we are Scorpios. That's that's. So there you go, there you go. All right, back at it. So with that, on that note, Callie, why don't you take us to break? Okay, well, we will be right back. When we come back, what are we going to talk about? We're going to continue with our hosts, Michael Dolce and Hassan Godwin, hosts of Secrets of the Sire, and we will be right back. Callie, go Callie. Oh, <laughs> singing us back I, in. I was. Welcome back, everybody, to the Robin Kelly Show here on talkradio.nyc. We are also live streaming on Facebook Live. Hi, everyone. What up, y'all? I used to find it so obnoxious when we first started, and we'd have a guest, and they'd be like, hey, constantly. And now I find myself compelled yeah. to do the same thing. Yeah. It's fun to connect. Um, so we want to welcome, let's see, we have a, a variety of different countries listening right now. Um, Korea, Japan, Iran, Florida. That's its own country. It is. Um, <laughs> so As it shows itself every Re-election. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there's a lot of male bonding. There's a lot of testosterone in the room tonight. I'm trying to hold my own. Um, although Sam's beautiful wife is in the other room, I know, in solidarity with me. Um, and uh, we also wanted to welcome on Facebook live stream. We have um, Brian, Dave, Pam, Val, Maris, and Priya. Thank you all for joining us. So um, what do we want to talk about tr- getting so, more in touch with our inner child? Right? Yeah, so you well, wanted to talk I about, wanted to talk about when Rob I was likes to talk yeah. about his childhood and all his you know, stuff. Yeah, it's like, and Kelly never does. <laughs> so um, I talked about my inner child during therapy today, but it wasn't as cute as what we're about to talk about. Uh, 
Okay, about. well, there you go. So, um, no, I want to talk time. about... Give us time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. We only have a half an hour left, just to warn everybody. No, but when I was a kid, I was shy, and I moved around a lot, and I found that cartooning, and I always liked artwork, cartooning was my solace, and it was a way to sort of escape any sort of depression or anxiety I had or whatever and I would be in my room like listening to music and drawing with markers I remember markers that had silver and gold in them and I'd use them on swords and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I, I always love comic strips and cartoons and um, growing up like Gary Larson was my favorite the far side I still love him in fact if you quality go- yeah if you google the far side it's challenging right. to find some some Gary Larson comics but he did a one panel cartoon and that's so challenging to do and I read Mad Magazine and like some of my idols oh, I and loved Mad Magazine well see there you go see? you like comic am books am I bonding yes family? okay good right. so like but Mad Magazine I would learn how to draw by copying Don Martin and Sergio Aragones mm-hmm. and Al Jaffe those guys were so great and then I got into heavy metal Heavy Metal Magazine and then Heavy Metal the movie came out and that was like far out at the time so it's like I just really liked creating but I also liked just the entertainment value of it and I still really appreciate a good cartoon strip and if you look in the papers there aren't a lot of them anymore like what's up with that there are no papers anymore. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's oh, true. Right. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of what ended up happening. Okay, all right. No, that's true. That's true. But, um, yeah, comics were great growing up. So, now, you you read Mad Magazine as a kid. I did. Okay. I loved Mad Magazine, yeah. Well, see? So, you like comics. No, no, no. See, Callie, Callie's like, oh, I, just I, don't know what, I don't know anything about your world. I'm not <laughs> sure. But, secretly, she was reading all these comics when she was a kid. She was loving this stuff. This is an opportunity. We want you to come out. We want you. Maybe to you need to bring me out of my. I maybe I'm having a coming to. out party. This tonight. is it. Maybe that's this is it. Happening. I know. I can, maybe I'm having I can my own feel it. coming out. So well, wait, you know, Callie, are you telling me that you didn't like Star Wars at all? That you've never connected with Star Wars at all, or appreciated actually, no, Star no, Wars? No, no, that's a bad. That's a bad because there are a lot of women that don't connect with Star Wars. Okay, but there's so much stuff in our world that women do connect with. That, but uh, wait, g- Callie, g- Ka- but Callie is not like all women. So I'm curious, did you connect with Star Wars? Well, did you like this Star was going to be the war that I was going to start amongst us earlier with my confession, which is I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Oh my I God. I knew that was going to get you. I, you're I dead to Hassan. It. I knew it. <laughs> all right. See that? That's that was okay. his, you're we'll dead find, to me we'll face. Find, we'll so, find some other face. common bond somewhere. Yeah. And, but, but it's also, and it's not that I don't care, you know, and also you have to remember, I've worked for <clears throat> how many decades in the entertainment world right i've in recent years you know moved clo- more into like personal growth space and more you know in health and all that but you know i started working i worked on loads of entertainment shows and was around you know hollywood and pop culture and the whole thing and so there was a time when i cared about all that so from a sort of iconic historic perspective i appreciate it even mm-hmm. from a, a little bit from a business perspective not so much and there's a part of me that it's not like i'm proud of that or i say that probably i just kind of bypassed it because it wasn't of super interest to me because i'm not a sci-fi person wait isn't your it's not that i wouldn't watch now just you know isn't one of your emails though never seen a star wars film at (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com that's my website that's what i (laughs) thought star wars can be a tough in and i'm gonna i'm gonna call my co-host here for being so no no it can be a tough in it can be a very tough in give her five like must Girl, you know, sci-fi to ingrate her. Not you know, it doesn't have to be sci-fi. It could be ingrate her into the world of pop culture. What are five like musts? Like what? And and we'll take Star Wars out of that. We'll, we'll take his, Star Wars out of that. Once his body language relaxes because he's pissed at me right now. <laughs> he he is not happy right now. He literally wants to. Leave. <laughs> he's like, get me off camera. Get me off camera. I am off camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even understand the question. Like five. <laughs> Five. She is a newbie. Yeah, if okay. you were going to just sort of hold newbie. my hand and take me into your world, what would you suggest I see that's maybe got a little more of the, you know? And I'll stop for two seconds before you. Th- I'll give you time to think. Like you wouldn't tell her to go see Empire Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Back, which is the best Star Wars film, because you have to watch the first one and enjoy the first one to have the same impact. You're talking gateways. Right. Give me, give her, give me three gateways. Ga- gateway films. Three yes. gateway films. I'll actually say, I'll, I'll start us off with one, right? What is it? I think Spider-Man, the original Sam Raimi, 2002. <laughs> For comic books or like sci-fi anything, pop culture? Anything that we do. She, she's a novice. She has, she's Superman the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher okay. Reeve. And I used yeah. to watch that religiously as a kid, the television show. Yeah. I did. Uh, Tim Burton's Batman, the first one, 1990. 89. Okay. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, The Crow. No. Oh, that's, that's more hardcore, movie. isn't that sort of like hard yeah. porn well, in your world? Well, here's, yeah. here's why movie. you would need The Crow, because eventually comics went from <laughs> from pop art, Superman, you know, kind of kind of golden age, happy go lucky, and uh, they they went they slowly. Uh, Batman's kind of the the Tim Burton's Batman is the middle ground, mm-hmm. where it's still kind of campy and kooky, but it's starting to get a little more dire. All right, and <clears throat> and <Yes>. the Crow <laughs> is is pretty much where comic book movies are now, where you'll get movies like um, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Deadpool. Like these really gritty, mm. uh, violent comics, mm. um, uh, comic movies, or um, like like uh, I don't know the Dark Knight and the you know the 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 Christopher Nolan ones, which I have my issues with, but they're mm. you know pretty pretty solid movies. And then the Marvel movies now are pretty gritty and real and violent. But if you want to start out, but you can go if you start with those three, you can kind of go in any direction. I, I would say if we're talking one hundred and one. Why did you ask that? Well, this is what we do every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Because there's the teacher and then there's the substitute teacher. Here's the, here's wait, the answer. Wait, wait, they call wait. this something. It's called point and counterpoint. Here's the answer I wanted you to give. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I would say the crow is a 201 class. If, you're, if we're in the 101 class, I think Superman is an unbelievable suggestion. I think Batman, 1989, Tim Burton. Okay. Amazing like suggestion. I, Batman. Okay. I would sit there and give you two more, though, and I think you should go see it. Is the original Iron Man with Tony Stark mm-hmm. with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in 2008? Okay. No, I don't think it is because you know what it is. I know. That was Marvel's. That was Marvel's first foray into all this. So she is their ideal target audience. No, 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 no. Hulk was Hulk was not a Marvel movie though. No, no, but Hulk was not. Hulk was Ang Lee, uh, and that was awful. And the Ed Norton one was pretty terrible too. And that was not Marvel Studios. But it was because it started that they were using characters from that to go with, from Iron Man. Characters they from, they characters from the Hulk showed up in Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait, guys, guys, guys. guys. Guardians right. of the Galaxy 2014. Right, I'm gonna watch. Okay. I'm gonna watch some That's of these. That's one we're gonna you talk, need to see. You have Guardians of the Galaxy 2014. Talk. Why? Because Guardians of the Galaxy had no comic book following. Mm-hmm. It was there. It was Marvel's first attempt at a space opera. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a nice term. I like that. And that's what they ended up doing. So it okay. is Marvel's equivalent of Star Wars without having to have seen Star Wars and or seen any Marvel movie before that. Okay. So go see. I'm going to watch these. Go see Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to talk. I'm going to give you go see the Guardians of the Galaxy. Great okay. soundtrack. And it's it's so funny. It's okay. so great. So just to like get a, a bigger picture of all this. Why is it that comic book movies are doing so well? I can't imagine that it's just comic book or sci-fi people that are going. The other question is, do you think that a lot of people that weren't interested in this stuff got interested because of those movies? Good question, Robbie. Thanks. Uh, Comic book movies are big now because it's a trend. And then you should have answered the question. (laughs) I disagree. I disagree. I think think that um, we... Especially we, we're we're. I mean, as much as you'd like to say that we have a gigantic age difference, uh, you know, you're 29, I'm 25. Hmm. We're very close <laughs> together. Hassan was your babysitter in right? the age in the age difference, <laughs> okay. right? Um, but don't, don't uh, like. It's funny too because uh, there was going to be more. You can kind of parallel answer. this to even like people who are into like social justice and things like that. And I'm not trying to get political because I'm not going to, but. You have people that grew up with a certain ideal that was actually kind of ingrained in their head. And we were actually talking about this one time. I mean, go watch Quantum Leap back then. There are certain ideals that are, that are actually kind of like ingrained in people's heads without them even realizing it. You know, TV of the late 80s, early 90s, late 90s. I mean, this is every message that we had as a kid was, if you're a nerd, look at Revenge of the Nerds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Defense. nerds will rise uh-huh. up. The ideal is to be the jock, and the counterpoint, the, the one is to be the nerd, the underground. You can't like any of this mm-hmm. stuff. The underground, Well, yep. unfortunately, not, no, not unfortunately, actually, I won't even say unfortunately, or fortunately is everyone grew up being that underdog, or everyone 
identified with being that underdog. And so when it came time now, it's this is actually like a like a flower or a tree reaching like fruition. The seeds were planted in the eighties, the nineties. And even the early two thousands. Yeah. So you're saying there's more of an ar- archetypal thing, like back to Rob's question, which why, why is there whether you think it's a trend or not, it's there's a resonance and there's a success. That we c- there's a quantifiable popularity, right? Yeah. With these movies. Yeah. So I think what I'm hearing you say is that there's an archetypal thing that people connect with that's like very fundamental Maybe. that reaches down into. Are, are we not saying that? What do you? No, no. I, I, you are you are saying it, and and it, you could be absolutely 100% correct but it it is also um, it's a pendulum swing you know and eventually oh, the I pendulum swing mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. Um, evolution every every evolution has a revolution you know mm-hmm. and so um, right now I think it is mostly trendy okay to be um, it is it it's not going to go anywhere I mean it's going to diminish and it's going to creep back into the shadows, but it's going to stay alive in the shadows, and mm. then it's and it's just going to ha- come back, just like the industry in and of itself, right? Was had a, had its golden age, and the industry itself is not doing that great now, even in the heyday of comic books being uh, pretty much part of the the you know the the social zeitgeist that we're we're experiencing, right? So it's all going to keep moving. So we're going to break soon. I mean, do you think part of it quickly, though, is getting people getting in touch with that inner kid? Or no, it's just they like to be entertained. I would say he's very difficult to argue with when he rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> he says revolution is evolution. <laughs> I, I can't. I, you can't fi- how do you fight that? That's how? funny. That was my point. That's, and it, that's, a, that's a great button, by the way, how you brought it back to the inner child. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I wish yeah. we could do more of that. We don't. We don't yeah, do yeah. You know, we but, uh, I would agree. Well, every, come on. Everybody wants to be a superhero. Right. No, there's no one, even even villains, even even the bad guys in our society want to be the pinnacle number one something. Right. You know? And right. so it, 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 it touches on something in all of us. And that's probably why that's why comic books in general have been so popular for the last uh, 75 years. You know. Right. So that's in true. Itself. That's true. All right. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. These guys have great takeaways. I'm sure we'll be <laughs> right back. And welcome back once again to the Robin Callie Show here on talkradio.nyc, also streaming live on Facebook. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Thanks to Sam Leibowitz for those beautiful clips from Secrets of the Sire, the show that features our two guests tonight, Michael Dolce and Hassan Godwin. And I would say that in some ways this is a little bit of a creepy sausage fest, but that's just... <laughs> <laughs> so, just had to get just it out. Just a little bit? Just, just a little bit? Uh, had I to mean, get it out. Eh, kind of a Cali. lot of it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, so, so that's a that's a real shout out to Starbucks. Creepy or awesome? Come on, <laughs> awesome. it's interchangeable. Sometimes. There's a fine line. It sometimes. depends on the guy, right? I guess <laughs> Callie could tell us more about that. Awesome sausage fest is a yeah. whole different show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Sam's working on a show called that, <laughs> airing Thursday nights at 9 p.m. <laughs> awesome sausage fest. So before the break, we were talking. We were we were trying to ground this in something that sort of still resembles our. You know the kind of um, takeaways or sort of more overarching themes of our show, right? That's right. I think which we don't have to. But do. we've gone far away from that. We're <laughs> oh. in another universe yeah. at this point. No, but it was interesting to hear. You know, because again, I'm such a obviously a, a lay person when it comes to you know um, your world, and um, so I genuinely don't know what it is that resonates. But it sounds like you guys even have different opinions about like sure. whether it's a trend or whether it's more of a like fu- you know a fundamental connection that people have. You know, what would you, um, and I am going to, um, afterwards, I'm going to write down a list, and I'm going to watch these films, in testament to you guys being here tonight. Guardians. There yes. you go. Watch that. I am, I Don't will. watch that one. I'll there watch more go. than one. Okay. I will, I will. I'm kidding. And then we'll get, I'll get back to you and see what connects for me, because I'll be, I'm like fresh blood. Fresh meat, rather. Give her one. <laughs> Give her, like, the, the absolute one. And the one that she, as a layperson, and maybe their audience, could... Because I'll say Guardians over anything else we said tonight, because yeah. I think that that's a movie that is made for the person that has no conception of this world. Yeah. One film. And it can't be Star Wars. And it can't be Star Wars. But st- that's, yeah. 
Uh, Superman the motion picture. Okay. Stick okay. with that one. All right. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch got, them. That's I'm got elements of so many things. Okay. It is very Star Wars Ian mm-hmm. because it was in that era. But it's also, it, it's at times Rockwellian. It's, uh, you know, it's it's kind of campy. It's goofy. It's adventurous. It's It's got everything in it. Okay. It's, it's All right. Awesome. I will. I'm giving myself a homework assignment. All right. I will. There Thank you, you guys. And I will. I'm going to make sure she watches them. Yes. And there'll be a report emailed to you. (laughs) So let's talk about. She will never watch them. No. I will. No. I will. Just because you're saying that, I will. (laughs) But see, before you said that, she was was shining us on. And now it's a challenge. I wasn't. No. I I meant it the first time. I'm good good for my word. I have a feeling that you're not the first convert that Mikey has talked to. I think he has (laughs) talked to other people. He's like, try this movie. And then a couple of days later, did you watch it yet? I didn't think. Think you would? No, you've got a good, you've got a good soft sell. I see it. I see yeah. what you're doing. It's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? What's a, you know. Yeah. So how do we how do we broach our takeaway segment tonight? Because this is a little bit different for us. What do you think? Well, I was thinking about one of the things that I think Mikey, you had in your bio about being a storyteller, storytelling, and I love that term. And I know Callie resonates with that as well, being sort of a storyteller herself, producing segments and different stories over the years. And I love telling stories as well. Um, And when I was a kid, my grandfather, after dinner, we'd all sit around and he'd tell jokes and stories and things like that. So I thought maybe we could talk about that, the value of storytelling, and that if people aren't doing that in their own lives creatively, maybe they can just do it when they're hanging out or something. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let's give him a mic. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I just I think it's one hundred percent true, right? I mean, I think stories. That's why we're here. And if you want takeaways, I mean, look at how passionately we talk about this mm-hmm. stuff. And we're not the only two people doing this. Mm-hmm. So I think your takeaway is the inner child is like living a full and complete life right now as an adult. You know, being out there. I mean, that's what this is all about, right? Uh, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I, I, I can't believe I'm agreeing with it. <laughs> but, I, you know, I totally agree with it. I, I think I don't I don't know. You have to you really have to be able to um, get to know the inner you. You know, you have to get to know your rabbit. And uh, it's because it is it, it it is a terrible thing that can that if you don't get to know it. And you don't get to know yourself; it can do terrible things to you, mm-hmm. and it could it, and it it could have you on a, a decision-making uh, you know crash course, and you don't even understand like the, you know uh, you know what the motivations are that you're having, and even if you don't, even if you don't want to pursue it for your life, like you don't want to do it like we did, you know, trying to make it in our lives, um, you you gotta it, you have to be able to manufacture your own kind of joy in your life. And that's that's where the inner child kind of lives. So even if it's a hobby, or if it's a you know if it's a passion, a life passion, or a pursuit, or some kind of obsession, you you have to kind of uh, uh, give it life and and deal with it. You know, mm-hmm. come to, and square yourself with it one way or the other. Even if you know, even if you want to be an accountant for the rest of your life, but you can draw, you can do other things. Just come to grips with it mm-hmm. because it's gonna. It's it's you're not gonna. That keep was it biographical, by the way. That was, that was, yeah. That was yeah, but I gotta tell you something. Poetic, actually, dude was channeling. I mean, at some point you were like glowing a little, and oh, it was like I think I think, think, think Hassan <laughs> just got in touch with his inner kid. That was great. Tell him to stop being an accountant, though. Tell him to stop being an accountant. No, because I, I got to keep eating. That's right. He's the got other, to pay the, the obviously the other passion here is the, <laughs> the food thing that's going on. That's the inner the <laughs> oh, the inner schlob, and uh, we got to feed him too. So it's uh, yeah, so. But I mean, yeah, I mean, one day, you know, one day you're just gonna run out of time, right? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to you you can't get to that point. You know, you can't get to this age. And say to yourself, I, you know, I always wanted to do this, but I, you know, I just, no one ever encouraged me in the, you know, because it, it's, it, there are, there does come a time when it's too late, mm. right. you know, to, to, to follow something seriously, to be, um, uh, be the best you, you can be at, at that inner thing that you're passionate about. And so, uh, you, like I said, you have to square with it because it's going to come out one way or the other. Mm. Right. And you don't want it to be too late. Right. 
Yeah, no, I think that's nice because, um, you know, uh, to your point, it sounds like inside of all this is just the idea of honoring what your passion is or whatever your inner voice is telling you to do. I mean, kind of putting it into our, you know, Robin Kelly language a little bit. Um, but you're saying, you know, you're saying the same thing, which is just to not judge whatever it is that's going on and giving it life or giving it, you know, nurturing it, even exactly. no matter how bizarre. And I also think there are themes in here for all of us, um, just regardless of the form that it takes of being a little other, little otherness or a little bit on the outlier misfit side, you know, just hearing what you guys talk about. I know I can speak for us personally that we can both resonate with that just a little bit. And so I think it's just really finding your place and giving it, finding your voice in whatever form it comes. I think that's what I'm hearing you say, Hassan. Uh, yeah, that's exactly So it. you said it more yeah. poetically. Yeah, well, and also it's like we all have the ability to get still enough to hear that inner voice that guides us to our passion. So if you don't know what your passion is, it's all right. Just sit still a little or just pay attention to what's going on in the world a little and you'll find something that really connects with your inner kid and is something that you really want to do. I think that's one of the reasons why we're alive. You ever, you ever, uh, did you guys ever see Office Space? And the guy asks, oh, 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 oh boy, that's I mean, another one. Like, All right. I know I've heard we've got, of it. We've got three it. movies she's okay. got to see. Uh, start with Office Space. <laughs> and the question they always proposed was, what would you do if you didn't have to worry about money? Mm, and they said, yep. take traveling out of it because everyone says, oh, I would travel the world. Well, okay, but at some point you have to live and you have to be on an everyday basis. What would you do? And they would say, well, I'd work on cars. You should be a mechanic. Well, I'd write books, or I'd read books. You should be, probably be a writer or maybe a critic or something like that. So find your inner passion. It's there. Yeah. It's yeah, there. When you say sit that. still, yeah. it's there. You're doing, you're doing it right now and have no idea mm. you're doing it until you can actually see it. Wow. Right. Nicely Amen, said. brother. I love that. It's wow. so true. I it's think so these, true. Two, these two guys need a personal growth show. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. And, and I, I think, think we're going to have to have you guys back on the show. <laughs> I don't so like we this can, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I was going to say we're going to have to have you back on the show so we can have a session with you guys, you know, to to work out any differences. But it seems like you're <laughs> it seems like you're doing that on we your can own. Be your counselors, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting to the end of the show. This has been so great. So Thank you, fun, son. You Thank you, Mikey. Their show tomorrow night, Wednesdays, TalkRadio.nyc, Secrets of the Sire, eight o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to promote? Because out in the world, you do a lot of different stuff. We are going to promote that you guys are going to be on in August. Oh, okay. First week in August. Oh, okay. Done. Unless you're on vacation, <laughs> in which case the second week in August. All right, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. That'll be my no, birthday No, we, we're going to have you on, and uh, by that point, Callie's going to have to see three movies. Oh, and we're going to quiz her on those three movies. Okay, we'll talk, because I'm, all right, I've got a busy few weeks, but... <laughs> It's three movies. It's like six hours of your time. Okay. <laughs> you can do that. You can knock those out in a weekend. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Actually, we're off next week, Callie, so I know what your assignment is around that time. All right, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm in. So, I'm in. Hassan, anything you want to say? Um, uh, no. There's there's stuff happening, but uh, it's still cooking, so I'm not going to, you know. But it uh, it will be a part of... Uh, uh, part of the mainstream very soon. We will announce it. Um, oh, yeah, good tease. But I, I do really, uh, I really had a great time this evening. I really appreciate uh, being on and uh, actually being in what in, in one of the 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 outside adventures yes, of right. the show because he doesn't let me come out of the house. Too <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, we're honored that you guys joined so us. That is that is factually incorrect. <laughs> of as course is, it is because I said it. <laughs> I was to say as is half your show. So <laughs> he knows. Anyway, wait, wait, half. I was <laughs> <laughs> like ninety eight percent of the show is factually. Mikey, incorrect. we try and be nice here. You know, we try. We want people to leave feeling good about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, this is the end of another episode of the Robin Callie Show. Thank you, everybody, for watching on the Facebook live stream. Thank you for Thank listening you. on talkradio.myc. And we will see you in two weeks. Thank you so much. Take care, y'all. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. <laughs>